One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi. Hello. Good, good morning, Desi. Good morning. How are you? Pretty great. <laughs> I've, de- <laughs> I've decided to do some old news stories. Our main episode about Gower Gulch largely took place in 1940. So we're going to take a look back at what was going on in the Los Angeles County papers in 1940. Okay. B- besides the trial of Blackjack Ward. Our first story is from the Wilmington Daily Press Journal from February 15th, 1940. And this is a story that is actually took place in Massachusetts, but it's such a great story that this Wilmington paper from Los Angeles had to report it. Okay. And the headline reads, Impatient Cat in Auto Blows Horn. Ooh. Charlesmont, Massachusetts. Select man Horace E. Warfield will leave his pet Persian cat home next time he attends a selectman's meeting. It's like a local... <laughs> he took his Persian cat with a this, men's meeting? It's like a local... Poli- he's a local politician. Okay. I looked up what a selectman was. It was oh. like a New England... Like one of, like an alderman or something. Yeah. But he took his Persian cat with him to this meeting. Oh my God. It says he took the cat when he drove to a recent night meeting and while he attended the session, the cat fell asleep in his car. Apparently desirous to go home, when he awoke, the cat blew the horn at intervals for an hour. Oh my gosh. Sleepy neighbors finally rousted Warfield from the meeting and the cat was driven home. It's like, uh, <laughs> but that's very cat behavior. Yes. Once they realize a sound happens yes. to just keep doing it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this cat. Uh, this cat has a point because why did the fuck did the guy bring the cat? And he wasn't even going to, it's not like he brought him into the meeting. No, like why not leave him at home to sleep? It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. I hope this guy wasn't reelected. Uh, our next two stories are also cat stories, but they were so good. I had to report I them. I don't mind cat stories. <laughs> well, I'm apologizing to people who are turning it off right now, but you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Fast forward. (laughs) Just fucking fast forward two minutes. Okay, so this story is from the Pasadena Post from April 22nd, 1940. And it's a little mini profile about Oscar, the YWCA cat. He's a cat that works, was employed at the YWCA. He's very cute. Here's a picture of him. He's he's a yellow cat. Aww. He's he's a little cross-eyed. I love a cross-eyed cat. He is employed at the YWCA because he catches rodents there. Yeah. And it says, the article says, my name is Oscar and I eat at the YWCA. This information, that's what it says on his tag. Okay. So when people see him at the YWCA, they didn't like take him to the Humane Society. Right. He's, he's, he's empl- like, I'm here. I live here. He's an employee. Yeah. And he lives there. It says, for Oscar, like most of his ilk, likes to roam a bit. If he doesn't feel like walking, he just hops on the running board of a car and rides a few blocks, jumps off when he feels like it, and either finds his way home or somebody finds it for him. 
The other day, a woman found Oscar wandering far out on East Colorado Street and brought him back to the Y in a taxi. He visited the post office on another day (laughs) and held convention right on the front steps. Crowds gathered around. Someone was all ready to pilot him to the Humane Society for safekeeping when his tag and its message were spied. All this only has to do with Oscar's leisure hours, of course. He has a real job at the Y. He helps the caretaker, Clarence, keep the rodents away from from the place. The two have an understanding partnership. Oscar does his sleuthing, and Clarence is his boss. Another leisure time activity Oscar enjoys is attending conferences held at the Y by various groups. Oscar hops onto a chair, usually choosing one right in the front row, just like the chairman of a committee. Nice. I love. I would. I would go like to a Y or a gym specifically if I knew they had a cat there. Absolutely, it's a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: I'm firmly an indoor cat person. I believe that that's the way they are safest, and I get that sometimes you have to do both, uh, but. I wish this world was safe enough that cats could live their life freely <laughs> and oh do God. what they want to do and like 100% be safe without fear of predators or cars or whatever or evil people. But I would love to see what they do with their time. <laughs> like this cat's doing shit. He has a busy day. He's a very busy day. He's running errands with people. He's hitching rides on the footboards or of whatever the cars. Car, of the cars, which is incredible. That's a genius cat. Like, how did he learn that that's what you do to go a few blocks? This cat's busier than I am. Yeah. He does more in a day than I do in a week. (laughs) (laughs) He's very, um, oh, he, another favorite, favorite napping spot is in the offices of Mrs. Mary Buchel, general secretary, where he, where there is a nice padded window seat. From this point, Oscar views with well-fed serenity the birds hopping about the patio outside. Um, And then the article finishes with women, scores of them, who frequent the YWCA are on friendly terms with Oscar. He's usually good-natured. Only once in a while does he become tired and irritated with it all. Then he voices a big yowl. He has a most terrifying voice at such times. In cat language, it sounds as if he's saying, oh, rats. <laughs> anyway, I just, I adore Oscar. Uh, I wish my gym had a cat. Yeah, absolutely. It'd make me want to go a lot more often. And our final cat story, but not our final story of today. I posted about this on Twitter last night because it was so good. This is also from the Pasadena Post. I think they love cats over there. Honestly, they used to post like a lot more cat stories in the newspaper back in the day. I was thinking, like cats have always been the stars of media. Like now they're internet. Right. I think you're right because internet took over in like the early earlier days of the internet. I mean, there there was probably just a period of not any stories like that. But yeah. That's why it's the dark era of media. (laughs) This says, this cat cries like a baby for its milk bottle. Now, it's just a picture and a caption, but I want you to see this picture. This is a real cat named Tina. Oh, she's so big. Why does she still have a bottle? (laughs) She's, okay, Tina's actually a boy. Oh. They thought it was a girl. 
Yeah. When they realized that it was a boy, they're like, well, its name's Tina. It's a big, big baby boy. Tina responds to Tina. So we're going to call, we're going to call him that. This says something for Ripley's Believe It or Not. Tina, baby bottle drinking cat belonging to the family of Mr. and Mrs. John Daniel at 1142 Bella Vista Avenue. This cat found several months ago as a kitten enjoys his bottle so much that he snatches it right out of a person's hands. He holds the bottle with considerable (laughs) strength, not letting it go until the milk has been drained. Tina is the pet... Of the Daniel children, Johnny and Barbara, they were quick to explain the reason a male cat has a female cat's name. The pet was christened and learned to respond to the name Tina before its sex had been determined. I love this cat. That's so cute. And because I've bottle fed a lot of kittens, there are ones that don't want to let it go more. Like I had one a few litters ago. All of them were on wet food and when I would feed them the wet food, he would run up to me still crying for the baba. So I had to keep bottle feeding him. Aww. And then the only way I could get him to eat wet food was to put it on my hand so he could be close to my hand when he ate it. It was so sweet. Um, but now I'm like, well, I should have let him get to <laughs> the bottle <laughs> as a supplement because that would be so fucking cute to it's, see because that's a big cat. That is not a newborn baby. No, this cat's like two years old. I really, or a year I've old. never heard of that. And I don't know if it's just because people don't even do it. Um, I'm very curious how that would go. Yeah. Uh, interesting. It's so cute. It's though. so cute. I love Especially it. that he holds it. He holds it like a baby. I mean, I posted the picture on my Twitter. I'll post it on our Instagram and our stories. Cause it's such a great picture. It's really cute. Okay, this story is from the San Pedro news pilot. It says, Judy Garland kidnapping plot story doubted. I didn't mm. know this. I'm sure there, she had a lot of crazy fans, though. I think there's a lot of stories like this. Because I've seen some. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I can do an episode on that. And I was like, oh, it's just like a nothing story. It wasn't yeah. some long, big plot. All, you know what I mean? Like It's right. not like a big story. This says, LA police quiz youth arrested near actress's home. While police held a young transient who told them of a plot to kidnap Judy Garland, 17-year-old singing movie star, and hold her, quote, in the mountains for $50,000 ransom, they expressed doubt today of the authenticity of his story. Officers maintained a guard over the young actress's Bel Air home and investigated the statement of Robert Wilson of Buffalo, New York, who was arrested after he telephoned them that, quote, and said, quote, Judy Garland will be kidnapped tonight. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why he like you're giving away the you're giving it away. Not a criminal mastermind. This is not a good criminal or good at what he's what he does. But that just kind of indicates that he's a little not all there about things probably. Or he wants attention. Yeah. Her studio was a little concerned about the matter as Judy herself who did not permit it to who did not permit it to interrupt a party at her home. So she just kept on partying. She's and some like, of these Whatever. stories too, I like thinking back, I'm like, this sounds like a studio thing. Like, look at her still keeping up her chin. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they make it into a thing too as publicity. Like yes. you can't break her down. Right. So this, a studio spokesman said it was quote, just another kidnapping scare. <laughs> 
yeah, Judy, yeah. Judy next might... month her movie, the Kidnap Movie Star, comes out. Right. <laughs> uh, such as stars oca- occasionally encounter, Captain Grover Armstrong of the West Los Angeles Police Detective Bureau expressed doubts as to the mental condition of Wilson, who was booked tentatively on a charge of suspicion of kidnapping. Captain Grover Armstrong said Wilson told him that after watching the actress's $40,000 Bel Air home for two days, that's cheap. Damn. $40,000? Sorry. That makes me sick. That does make me (laughs) sick. For two days and learning that the servants would be off duty Thursday night, he and a friend decided to meet at midnight and break into the house. Becoming frightened, Wilson telephoned police from a Santa Monica hotel and told them that Judy Garland will be kidnapped tonight. Police traced the call, and a hotel employee gave such an accurate description of Wilson that the youth was arrested a block away. This guy's this guy needs to work on his crime skills. I need to know how accurate the description was. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so accurate, right? <laughs> um. Judy said, I've never been threatened before. I'm sure everything will be all right, but make yourselves at home. Who was she saying that to? <laughs> she was having a party at the oh, time. Oh, she was, so she announced this to the party guests? Yes. I see. And it says, while her young guests resumed their dancing and games, Judy dished out ice cream to the visitors. The party ended when Judy's mother, Mrs. Ethel Gum Gilmore, returned, and young Wilson's arrest was disclosed. That sounds like such a wholesome party. <laughs> For some reason, I don't buy it at all. I don't. I don't buy that she was dishing out ice cream <laughs> at this party. Dishing out benzos. She was dishing out benzos for her guests. <laughs> Come on, you think I'm stupid? Look, we know we've done some episodes on Judy Garland. Uh, she was not. We sort know of wholesome up. at a very young age. Like she was already sort of partying. Yeah. pretty young. Come on, typical. I mean, of of that. So. This story is from the Los Angeles Times from December 18th, 1940. Great headline here. Bandit takes $700 and victim's pants. Oh. Did he shit his pants during the robbery? (laughs) Why would the bandit? Oh, because he needed new pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. (laughs) Like it scared him. He's like, and give me your pants too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a great point it says used car dealer left shivering in field oh God. adding insult to injury a young bandit yesterday held up and robbed jp ramsey used car lot proprietor of 16 east 616 east manchester avenue taking not only 700 dollars in cash and checks but also the victim's trousers Ramsey reported to police that he had taken the young, well-dressed man on a demonstration ride when the bandit produced a gun near 135th Street and Avalon Boulevard and forced him to drive by to a clump of trees in a nearby field. After appropriating his victim's pants and currency, the bandit drove off, leaving Ramsey shivering in the 65-degree breeze. So he had $700 on him? I need more information about this used car dealer. (laughs) Why do I get the feeling there's another story where he was in on it the whole time? (laughs) It's some like Fargo-esque. Yeah, and then it says the car that the bandit stole, it became stuck in the mud and he abandoned it. Oh. Wow. I need to know why he took the pants. (laughs) I bet you he took it so 
he thinking like the guy wouldn't want to run after him because he's too embarrassed to be pantsless. But I don't. I would have no problem. I, I, yeah, at that point, <laughs> I, 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 give me your pants, dude. Um, and our last story is from February twenty third, nineteen forty. It's from the Long Beach Press Telegram. There were several articles. I saw several articles from various LA papers about like how mustaches were coming back into style. Oh, and they said that actor Bob Taylor was like the latest Hollywood star to get a mustache. Uh huh. And they made a list of all the recent stars who had gotten mustaches, such as Errol Flynn, Brian Don Levy, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. They said the holdouts in Hollywood were William Powell, Melvin Douglas, Clark Gable, uh, Cesar Romero, and wait. No, these are the guys who started the trend. They said that William oh. Powell, because Clark Gable, I, I was like, like he had Cesar a mustache. Romero is famous. He mustache. <laughs> okay, those are the dudes that started it, but they said that the holdouts were uh, Jimmy Stewart and Gary Cooper. Of course. And, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine Jimmy Stewart with a mustache? Well, also those are two famously conservative yes. Hollywood people, so they I'm sure they see facial hair as like low class or I mean it's not hippie yet, but like that kind of vibe. It's not like clean liberal. cut enough. Yeah, it's not clean cut. It's not clean cut. It's it's but and then this article talking about how mustaches are super hot. It's it gives some fashion tips and it said according to 1940 dictates in mustache fashions, the convert should avoid both the Hitler style and the heavy kind worn by Adolpe Menjou. Oh, Adolf Menjou. Why does it say Adolpe in here? I don't know. It doesn't say Adolf Menjou. So two Adolfs. <laughs> I, like, I like how those guys are even in the same category. I mean... I mean, the Hitler, I, I find it hard to believe you had to even instruct people not to do that. <laughs> like, beyond the connotation to Hitler, it's not a good look. It's not a good mustache. Like, who would want that? Right. The only time I've seen it where it's cute is, like, when a cat has a weird black hair along its like, Have you seen those cats? Of course. That have, yeah, it's like, I don't know that anyone has had that mustache before or since. Like, it's a bad look. It's terrible. Um, who told him that was a good idea? I have no idea. I mean, it would be interesting to see if it was popular when he took it on. Do you know what I mean? And then he just ruined it. <laughs> Honestly, I bet he was like trying to do something. I'd be curious like why that, because that was I, a choice. I think he was trying to do something and he thought he did do something, but it I was think stupid. Like, when you see younger pictures of Hitler, he has a mustache that's more normal. And I think it does uh, evolve into sort of what became the sort of famous... Right. Uh, Mustache, uh, the Hitler stash. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's terrible. Anyway, those are our old news stories from 1940. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back with more stuff. Hey. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. I saw a really good movie this week. You did? I saw Fresh with Sebastian Stan. Oh, is that a movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a TV it's series. Great. Okay. It's I'm fucking watch it. great. I'm really glad I went in knowing nothing about it. I just know the ads from when we watched Pam and Tommy. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even see any trailers. You didn't? No. Do I you get commercials? I do get commercials oh. on Hulu. That was like every Pam and Tommy I watched had an ad for that movie, probably because he's in it. I didn't see, or maybe I wasn't paying attention during yeah. the ads, but I saw, like I knew it was coming out, and I, it's excellent. Oh, good. I'm going to watch it. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's like one of my favorite movies of this year. It looks uh, interesting, for sure. He's um, so good. Yeah, I like him. He's really good, and... I'm excited to see what else he does next. Uh, I think he does like some one of those Marvel shows. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, but I'm excited to see what else he does. <laughs> I am going to watch Moon Knight though because I gotta. It's a Jewish superhero <laughs> played by Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kind of hitting on all the things hitting on I'm you, interested in. You're because you have the hots for Jew, Jewish guys. I. I also don't, I like some superhero stuff. It's not like my favorite genre and I certainly don't watch everything and I don't care about any uh, canon stuff or being <laughs> accurate <laughs> or anything like that. I will watch it uh, when I don't want to feel or like pay attention <laughs> to anything. Pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to anything. It's fine for that. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably watch I'll probably watch one episode. Ethan Hawke is in it too and I really like him. Me too. Uh, so maybe it's good. I did, I told you, I, I started watching The Affair. I hadn't finished it. 
So I started that. Finishing it finally. Finally finishing that. I took a break because I had binged it so fast and I was like, wait, I need to not end it soon. And then I completely forgot (laughs) to watch it. Uh, We're both watching The Dropout. So I did finally see the last episode that I fell asleep watching. I love that show. Dude, Sonny is evil. Yeah. I don't I don't know how accurate his portrayal, but in this movie or in this miniseries, he comes off like truly like there's nothing likable about him at all. Yeah. And she comes off so creepy. He's more outwardly awful and her, I just don't think she's capable of at least the way it's portrayed in the show, she doesn't seem to be capable of displaying empathy or having empathy. All she cares about is is being Steve Jobs. She wants to look like that. She doesn't care that she's actually done nothing to earn that position in the world. Uh, right. Or that know, by creating some great device or whatever. She yeah. wants the, but she wants to be seen that way. Yeah. Uh, no, she's awful. And some of the scenes that really creep me out are, is when Sunny tries to be playful with her. Ugh. I, like they're at the end of this episode, they're both dancing. Yeah. And it's like she's danced a lot in the show and it's, it's kind of, it's gotten more and more creepy. Yeah. It started off as like a college 19 year old doing it. And now it's like, okay, stop it. You're, you're, you're ruining people's lives like at this point. Right. Yeah. And, and he, but he started dancing in this one too. And I don't remember seeing it before, but I was just like, Oh, like I just hate him so much. Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming to me at this point watching the show. And he's even hotter in this show than in real life. Yeah, and it's still kind of so. When I see pictures of him, I'm like, oh, like yeah. Imagine him doing that stuff, like yeah, because they definitely gave him a glow up for the show. Oh, totally. Because like, like didn't yeah, like they frumped up. uh, I think his name is Naveen Andrews. Like they've definitely frumped frumped him him up, up, but he's still a hundred times hotter than the real Sonny. Yes. uh, So and he has charisma, which I don't know that the real Sonny did. But obviously he must have had some to snow or pull her in, or maybe they're just two sociopaths in love. Like- <laughs> I, think I think they're two sociopaths in love. Uh, anyways, I'm so fascinated by their relationship, even though it does creep me out. And I kept, I think this one, she called him Tiger. Yes. Which I think she may have said in those texts. Yes, Remember she when did. we read those texts? She did. Just like now seeing their relationship on screen and then remembering that story is even sadder. What a mess. I mean, these people, I'm just, I'm just fascinated by her and what she did. I, again, this is the level of confidence I will never understand having is like lying this hard. Yeah. I mean, that's like the Lori Metcalf character at some point. She's like, she's a phony. Like, yeah. like I love this woman who saw through it right away. Right. And it's like, it's just unbelievable how many people are cheering her on still at this point. Right. And it's very uh, what we've talked about with um, people who get conned. Yes. They don't want to admit it. Right. Like the George Schultz character, he finally cracks in this episode where he had, he uh, believes his um, grandson. Right. But he up until he still even there, he, he, he still doesn't want to believe it. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, he has this reputation he wanted to maintain. Whatever you think about it, he thought it was impressive. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to go out being conned. <laughs> <laughs> by, by this person Holmes. who was so obviously a fraud from the beginning. Oh, I mean, what's it, so crazy about it is like, I remember when like the story first broke, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I'm like, you mean nobody had any proof that these devices worked and they 
gave millions and millions of dollars to her. Like, it's I such an couldn't... indictment of like the tech industry, the venture capitalist industry. It just yes. makes you realize how much of it is all just very fraudulent. Remember the person who invented the juice machine? Juicero. Yeah, that was just like a bag of juice that you put in a machine that squirted it out or something. Dude, that... Like, that is... That was... <laughs> I will never get over Juicero. I, it, it literally was just... It was like spending a few hundred dollars on a machine that was literally just a box of juice. That's it all was, it was. It was crazy. <laughs> it was it's like, you know how when you have like a brilliant idea and then you think about it for one second, you're like, oh, that already exists. Or like, no, that's stupid. Because You know what I mean? We yeah. all have those moments. But these people actually got millions of dollars for those moments. So that's like where I'm like, where? how can I make that leap? <laughs> At least to get a million dollars and then like, ah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Bye. Well, uh, like, But I, to drag it out as long as she did, I just like... You could feel something for her if she had a little bit of fucking regret or anything for what she did. She didn't. She didn't, though. It's just, it's kind of what we were talking about with the bad vegan. It's like, I don't buy that she really feels bad about it. Like, I, I think that they're mad they got caught. Yeah. Like, um, but she was actually hurting people. Yes. I mean, that's sort Patience. of... And her coworkers, too. Like, one of them committed or killed, killed themselves. Like... Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I just, it's and, wild. And the other people, like the whistleblower, Erica, like she was threatened and they tried to scare her into silence. Well, these scenes with the lawyer in this last episode were just wild. And it shows you how vulnerable people are when these corporations or people with money come down on you. Yep. And I truly believe NDAs are like the devil's work. Like, I think there might be some instances where it's fine, but they are definitely used to shut people up. And that seems like it should be illegal. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I get not giving away company secrets or whatever, stuff right. like that. But when you're stop using them to stop people from telling criminal stuff, like, or, it should be like... Or I think an NDA is fine in the case of, like, a, you're filming a TV show. Yes. You know, That's different, movie. though. That's not shutting people up who are victims of crimes right. or... I've witnessed crimes. Right. Um, and it seems like they're being used for that more and more. It's yeah. like they took something innocent and then have used it now to their advantage. Right. I don't know. Anyways, it's very good. You should watch it. It's so good. Amanda Seyfried is just so good in that role. She just nails it. It's definitely, like, I always thought she was good, but the more it goes on, I think she got better and better. Yeah. I don't know if it's just, like, I started falling into it more. Yeah. Uh, I got used to it more, but yeah, she's no, really good. No, it's at the point where I'm like really, like when the episode was over yesterday, I was like, oh, I need more. I want to watch more. It's so frustrating because I know there's only a few episodes left or maybe even one. Yeah. Uh, and I could watch it for like 12 more. Like So that's, I'm watching that and also Severance, I watch it whenever, <laughs> when it drops at midnight on Thursday nights. Last night's, if anyone watched last night's episode of Severance, it ended on a cliffhanger, like a really big fucking cliffhanger, and I shouted at my TV. Really? Oh, oh it's I'll so, watch it. I was so irritated. I was so irritated. Because well, finally something's happening. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Severance, but yeah, it is very, very slow, but I do like it. And I'm watching this other show that I can't tell if... I'm enjoying watching it, but I can't tell if I like it or not. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like Which it's one? really stupid. 
but it's also good. It's called The Pieces of Her, and it's with Tony Collette. Oh, you told me about this. I told you about this yesterday a little bit, and it's on Netflix, and it's based on books. And the, apparently the books are really good, but the show is really stupid. What's it about? It's like, it's about this... I don't know. It's like, it's kind of a crime. It's like crimey. Oh, right. You told me that. It's like a crime thing and it's like, um, you know, running away from bad guys. I don't want to like give anything away. I don't know how sensitive people are about spoiling stuff, but it's one of those shows where you like, the story keeps unraveling. Oh, I'm going to watch the shit out of this. I can't wait. No, I, <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not. I well, just, remember we watched those two really bad shows that were similar. It's very similar to that vibe. It's yeah. very and it's very soap opera y in that there's like a relationship is revealed. Like, oh, we fuck too, and you're like, what? Like, no, you know, it's geez, just. I cannot wait. Okay, Desi, I need you to watch the show. I'm. I just finished. It's it. right up my alley. I love that type of show. No, I think you'll really like it. Also, like, what were those two shows we watched? Oh, this show just came out. The, it did just come out. Okay, the, that's the, why I don't. The know shows it. that we watched was the one with it was like Rab, Louisiana Lily Rab. Yeah, it's, that one's so good. Okay, dude, that one's amazing. I can't wait for. Season I don't even. Two. Re- was there there was a season two? No, I don't even remember what fucking happened. I have no idea what happened. But she, there was also the one where the memory was going or something. That was it. No, they're okay. Oh, the one with the memory. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Do you know what I'm talking okay. about? On Netflix. Where the spirits were going in and out of bodies yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that okay. one was amazing too. Both of those shows have the exact same vibe. Yeah, that's of, my vibe. Dude. Where it's like, I know this isn't good, but I'm still enjoying it because it's you, crazy. Okay, you have okay, you're gonna love this show. Okay, I'm into There's it. There's kind of a Patty Hurst element in it too. Oh good. See, I live these are all things no, that sell it's a show just, for me. It's also, I love Tony Collette. Oh, wait, uh, I mean, see, I just hadn't even heard of this show. Netflix is terrible at marketing shows. I'm the prime audience for this. <laughs> this should have been recommended to me every time I went on Netflix. <laughs> like, they're terrible. Like, all I hear about is stupid fucking Ryan Reynolds movies. Like, I yeah. never hear about this kind of stuff. Dude, um, I think I'm really excited to hear your takes on it because it's just <laughs> really over the top. And characters make bafflingly dumb decisions in it. Love it. I think you're going to like it. Like I said. Oh, I see. This woman's like a, she's like a book writer who writes tons of books. That seems like very Along Came a Spider type stuff. Okay, I kind of want to read this woman's books. No, they're all like pieces of her, pretty girls, false witness, the good daughter, the silent wife. (laughs) (laughs) This is my new favorite writer. I'm going to pound all of these this summer. Dude, the silent wife, I want to read that with you poolside in Palm Springs. Seriously, we need to start a lame-ass book club, and we'll post it on Patreon. Uh, Yeah. That can be a fun... So these books will probably be very fun book club books because they they're probably very good but not very well written. Um, We're like slandering this author. We've never even she's read like an award winning. Yeah, we don't. Even I could just tell they look very airport. Like, <laughs> do you but, know what I'm saying? But you know, that doesn't mean they're bad. I read those books all the time, but it's a certain type of writing that's very popular that some people aren't into. I love this kind of book. I like reading a book where I could almost finish it in one sitting. Me too. If I'm devoted, yeah. Uh, but that's a talented writer. Absolutely. That's a talented writer, someone who can grip you like that. It's story. They're good at story writing. Whether or not you think the prose is well written, if, if it's a page turner, not everyone can do that. No. 
I like page turners, especially lately when I have a hard time focusing. That's something that mm. needs to draw me in. Yeah. Uh, no, these books look right up our alley. The Unremarkable Heart, Thorn in My Side. I love Blindsided. <laughs> They're all very, it's like generated from a, for, 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 for us. like a mystery novel okay, like title I'm, generator. Now I'm really hyped for you to watch this show. Brendan and I are loving it. There's no way I'm not going to like Dude. this show. I already know I like it. I can't even imagine what... It's like only if it was super boring would I not like it. Like, And no. it doesn't seem like that. So It's, it's great. It's, okay. It's, I'm really excited. And there's lots of flashbacks. For some reason when you told me, I did not assume it was a new show. So I just thought it was some weird random... Because you'll oftentimes watch some show from like 2006 <laughs> that I've never even heard of. Yeah. Like, No, uh, this is brand new. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe people are going to jump on this train and start Maybe watching we it. can be the influencers. I hope we should. Yeah. I hope we should. I don't yeah, know. whatever. Look, it's still the morning for me right um, now. Okay. Okay, so what did you talk about? We already talked about what we watched. Should we talk about what we ate? I don't... Did we have something interesting? Dude, what did we eat this week? I just had boring stuff. But I will say, this is pretty exciting stuff. So <laughs> I want to get these reservations at a very good new restaurant for Rachel's birthday. So I need to do a practice run every night to see how hard it is to get reservations because they drop at midnight a week before uh, that date. They only they only them. do a week in advance. Yeah. So you have to go, like if you want a reservation on Friday, you need to be there at 11.59 on Thursday the week before for when the Fridays open up. So I keep meaning to do it, but I keep forgetting to set my alarm. So I was like, I'm up. I'll just do it. But of course, I fall asleep before 11.59 or I forget because I'm watching TV or something. So last night, I set an alarm. (laughs) Of course, I did fall asleep and then I was completely panicked when the alarm went off because I was like, what is that? Right. Because I'm not used to having an alarm (laughs) at fucking midnight. (laughs) So I had the um, thing open and then once that date opened, this was fascinating to me because it's not that pressure because we can't go that Friday anyhow. So I didn't need to get it this time. It was just to see how it worked and how fast they went away. Yeah. Um, but I could have gotten any time we wanted right, right at 11.59. Right. So they are available. Like maybe when I went through, it would have been gone or something. Right. But... It was just funny to watch how fast all of the times between 6.30 and 8.30 went. Really? Those were all gone within four minutes. So this is a hot ticket. Yes. But what I discovered was anytime after 8.30, between 8.30 and 10, so it's like 9.45, 9.15, all of those stayed for an hour after. That's what I want to eat. I know. And I was like, that's great. So it won't be that stressful for us to get that time. And then this morning I checked again and everything was gone. Now the other thing I noticed, (laughs) this is like my deep dive investigation and how this fucking reservations work. The other thing I noticed is when that date opened, sometimes there'll also be other dates open. So like the sixth all of a sudden was blue again and they had one time slot available that I could have gotten. I don't think we could have gone because you'll still be gone. But like, so then other, you have to check other dates too. Cause if those also open up then, I guess if they have cancellations or whatever. Right, right. Anyways, so that's not that interesting, but I definitely feel like we'll be able to get a date. Yeah. Uh, we just have to pick which one uh, we want. I yeah. think like Monday or Tuesday could be good. And then we could go at like 8.45 or nine. Yeah. Cause I don't want to go at the end. I want to no. be able to not feel pressured. Right. But I don't, I feel like we'll be able to do it as long as I set my alarm. <laughs> 
Yeah, pick a and date. even if we even if we miss out that day, we'll just get it the next night or whatever. Like, I'm excited. I'm so excited to try it and I'm, see. Like, I feel like I also should get credit. I for, for making the effort. I'm like that's so romantic. It is. It's very romantic and very sweet. I keep I keep meaning to do it. I like that it's only a week though because the month one is way harder. Yes. Because then you're screwed. Yeah. So the week is good and it's nice to know that it's not going to be impossible right. to get a, a, a spot. Yeah. Um, but it was funny to, I kept refreshing it and seeing like oh the things God. disappearing. Because when you open it, it's like, because I have been looking for so long, it's always nothing. Right. And then to see like all of those time slots open, it was kind of like, oh, I was like, should I just get one? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like totally like insane. I'm excited. Uh, and I will be giving a full report on that and on the dinner I'm going to on my actual birthday, which is Tuesday. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. You're finally going. <sighs> I'm, it's a surprise. <laughs> okay. But I will let everyone know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So... That's that I have that's not what I ate, but that's what I've been that's doing eating wise. Eat. We're we're going to eat. We're going to have some good meals soon that we can report back on. We just didn't have a very it was a very busy work week for me. Yeah. This week went by fast. It did go by fast. I have a ton of shit to do between now and the time I leave. Um but yeah, I I'm just yeah, I guess oh, this is my last show though that I had to write this week. Oh, nice. What do you mean your last show? <laughs> well, until next week oh, when I have to write yeah, another show. Yeah. I just mean like... You mean like your last thing you had to do this week as my far last, as the job like, stuff. Yeah, my last work thing I had to do this okay. week. I'm going to get my nails done today. Oh. Yeah. I need a pedicure too. I don't have a pedicurist. You have to get a... Um, like I don't... I have like a, my friend who's been doing my nails for 10 years. But she I, doesn't do feet. She doesn't do feet. I go to her house. Like she used to work at a salon so I could get my toes done there if I wanted to, but now I need like I need like a new manicurist spot where I can like get my I need someone to scrub my fucking feet. You should get baby foot. I know, but I want like polish and well that literally your skin falls off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen it on your feet. I've seen it, and we all know how I feel about Desi's feet. <laughs> I like, think they're very sexy. That's how I keep them that that's way. A <laughs> borderline illegal <laughs> foot peel. Because <laughs> it literally just takes off all your skin. Yeah. You, you know what else I have? You know that Clara, Claritin or Clarisonic? I have one of those. I have one for the feet that has a scrubber Ooh. on it. And that I put, use and it gets it keeps your feet very smooth. Remember when Clarisonic was like so hot and it was like, if you're not washing your face with this, you're not washing your face. Yes. I have a Clarisonic and I used it religiously like for two years back in the day or not two years, like a year maybe back in the day. And I haven't used it since because you have to keep rebuying the... That's the thing. You have to rebuy the brushes. So then you're just using a scummy brush. And you don't want that defeats the purpose. Um, And and you always forget to charge it. And now it's like, well, is it even good for your face? Because no one talks about it anymore. I, it's like one of those skincare fads. I think so, but I do like the foot one because that is that makes that's sense. Po- that's that kit is really good. It comes with a cleaner and then has the serum that's really yeah. nice after you polish it off. 
I, I like that. Let, let me know if you're still using your Clarisonic <laughs> listeners. I'm because I think it's like a classic thing where no one takes care of the brushes, and then you're just putting bacteria back on your face. Because we all do it where we do it a little too long because we don't have a replacement. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to really take care of that And stuff. that's why I haven't used it is because I haven't bought a replacement, repla- replacement. brush. <laughs> replacement brush. Yeah. No, uh, I agree. I had one too. And I think when it died, I just was like, eh, that's, I'm not. That's the hard thing about skincare is I feel like there's just so many fads and you don't really know what works or what's a fad. That's, I really like the hydrofacial. Well, that's... That's my favorite That's thing. a great thing. I think facials are different, but there's so many just like fa- other fads to like Well, I think products. facials, I think some facials are kind of like one day and then you're done. I like more extreme facials. Like We both love extreme facials. Yeah. So the, but the hydrofacial is not as painful it's as not what you're painful. doing. No, no. It's, I mean, it's not like, it's not like a relaxing facial because it no. is sucking and extracting and you're, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, this feels so great and relaxing, but it's not painful. It's not the kind of facial I did a few weeks ago. No. Where I was so, literally in tears. Yeah. So that I, ta- I love. I, I talked about that journey on our Patreon. If you want to hear it, the very special episode. It was a very... I was fucking exhausted. No. That sounds bad. I'll never do it. I really won't. I'm, I can't. Unless I'm under under like lidocaine or whatever. I can't feel that. No, it's <laughs> it was the most painful. You would have thing. to be like, "Wow, Rachel, are you 19?" <laughs> okay, in, for me to do it, like Okay, when when the true Okay, I haven't had my third and final session, but after my third and final session when allegedly the results really start to show, let me know how good I look. Okay. I mean, actually don't tell me if I look bad. Well, I won't think I don't think you'll look <laughs> bad, but maybe it won't be that different. Yeah. That would be like the worst case Here's scenario, the thing. right? I it has to be doing something. It has to be doing something, but it's hard. Is it to, worth the pain though? Well, it's hard to judge because I see my face every single day. Well, and I see you a lot too. And you see me all the time too. It might be because a lot of times when you do things, I don't see that big of a difference. Right. But I think it's only because you probably look pretty great before. Aww. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like, whoa, like yeah. it's not like that kind of thing. So right. maybe someone who doesn't see you that much would notice more. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem with also doing things before you are desperately needing them. It's right. sort of like preventative. So it's not yeah. as dramatic as like a 55 year old woman getting a facelift or whatever. Like, right. Um, right. But yeah, I know it just sounds really painful. It's really fucking painful. I cried like a bitch. Like I can't imagine booking that now and going in and not wanting to throw up. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like I, it would be really hard for me. I had to go in not knowing almost. Uh, yeah. And then I would just suffer through my three treatments. Right. But now that I know, it would be very difficult. I wonder if they can give me lidocaine next time, like a shot. Is that what lidocaine is? Right, it's like a, isn't it? I well, honestly have all no they idea. Give you, all they give you is... A numbing cream. They give you numbing cream. So lidocaine is like a step up where your face would be numb, but it's a little more extreme, like yeah. a... like. An an, like anest, local, local, local anesthetic or whatever. Yeah. Like when you get your teeth. It's a little more hardcore than this like numbing So cream. it's like Novocaine almost probably, yeah. but for your face. Right? Or maybe the I lidocaine guess. is the cream. I don't know. I feel like there's a shot that I I want a shot. That's what I feel like. I need something more extreme. 
right. the numbing cream. I don't want to go through that. <sighs> and I, I can't really do laughing gas either because it makes me nauseous. Yeah. And I'd probably already feel sick. I can't believe I, I still have to do one final treatment. You're going to come with me. Um, maybe that will never want to do. <laughs> I need you to hold my hand. I need, to, I need you to, I literally need you to hold my hand. That reminds me of like my best friend in high school got her belly button pierced and she's like, you have to come with me. I'm so scared. And I was like, okay. And then when I was there, I almost fainted <laughs> watching it happen. Oh my God. So she was like, had to calm me down, which in turn yes. made her not think about it. Cause I was like, I can't like, I literally, it was like how you got that time during the Selena episode. Right. Like it was, I couldn't stop my faintness. Like right. it just hit me. Right. Cause the needle's really thick and it's just yeah. going through. It's like, you know, it's not like the gun in the ear. No, I've had my belly button pierced twice. It's currently pierced. Yeah. So I just got completely faint watching and it. Weirdly enough, that was like nothing for me. Oh, well, that's like over with in a few seconds and it doesn't hurt. Like, it's like, a, I mean, it, it doesn't feel great, but it's, and it's definitely a thick ass needle. But. but sometimes something that is over with in 15 seconds is fine. These things are 15 minutes and it feels like 500 hours. Oh. Like, even when I did the IPL, was not as bad as what you went through, no. but I did not like it. Like I right. was like dreading it and I was like, I know it's over soon, but not soon enough. Like right. I have to sit here and do this. Right. And that's mild compared to what you're going through. Uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't want to do this again. Like, yeah. cause I know I'm not going to see anything and I don't want to do it six more times and then hope, Oh, now I'll see the difference. Right. That's what gets me with these treatment treatments. Right. You don't see something right away. Oh, it's just God. frustrating. Like, oh. And it makes it really hard to keep doing it. I know. Um, but maybe uh, in a few weeks. We'll see. You'll be like, this was all worth it. Yeah. It's I hope I'll never really have good. to do it again. <laughs> I hope in a few weeks I look fucking amazing. Or it, you don't look good at all and you don't have to ever do it again. Right. Like that is the bonus. That is the bonus. Not seeing any results, then you'll never have to do it again. But apparently. Because if it does a lot, you're going to be like, shit, now I have to do this. Well, apparently the results last for like decades or something. Oh, like well, you, that's good. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where you do three sessions and then it like just lasts forever. Oh, well, that would well, definitely be good. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Med spa talk. Yeah. Facial talk. <laughs> Um, so yeah, about fucking with our faces. Absolutely. What the um, hell what is that? Anyway, it sounds um, like there's construction starting outside. Maybe perfect we timing. End this. Um, we will see you all next week. We just threw some new episodes up on Patreon. Patreon. I have. Oh my god. Dude, what? I totally had a total bimbo moment loading the Patreon, the green room stuff on Patreon. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I forgot that <laughs> Pam and Tommy was eight episodes. So I loaded five and six and I was like, we wrap up Pam and Tommy. Oh no. And then I saw another episode where we're still talking about Pam and Tommy. And I was like, wait, why are we, did they send us two of the same ones? Like it took me forever to <laughs> oh. figure out. And I was like, oh. oh. Um, nice, Desi. Nice. Yeah. So I did figure nice. it out, but it was very stressful. So I loaded that one and I also loaded us talking about the dropout first two episodes uh, on there. We also have all the after shows. Yeah, we had um, a good after show yesterday. That's up. And then part two of Mysteries in the Macabre. Bar <laughs> Macabre. You know what? I'm this okay. For our ten dollar tier, the episodes I the episodes I posted for in the past month, it's a two parter. Yeah. Highly recommend. Very good story. And not yeah. to toot my own horn. Yeah. 
The story is good. It's very good. And I keep thinking about the guy. Oh my God. Because now I have to, I wish I knew what he looked like going in because I had this whole different image. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, like this, now I'm starting to see more like, yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, okay. All right, bye. guys. Bye.